This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. A frustrating 1-1 draw against Cheltenham and... Some injury problems. Eek, welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Right, Dave, we need to be right in the middle of this, don't we? So this is the trickiest moment of the season. This is the lowest, trickiest part right now. But... Things are still going very well. We are in two things can be true mode here, acknowledging both sides of this equation. Would you agree? No, I agree. This was spoken about, what we'll get on to later, this was spoken about last night between us friends. And um, yeah, you know, you'd rather be in a place we are this season. You know, we're second, right in the mix. Um, Last season, we were never close, were we? So yeah, upwards and onwards. Onwards and upwards. Good evening, Richard. Evening, mate. I was just trying to recollect the last time I heard eek in the introductions. Like, eek. It's like reading the Beano, isn't it? <laughs> it's this office. There's a mouse in it. Welcome, everybody, to the um, Blue Monday podcast. We are live here on YouTube, if you're listening after the fact. We thank you very much. If you are here right now, uh, we'll take some questions in a little bit. We'll say some hellos quickly to Matt, uh, Charlie, Eric, Andrew, David, Paul, Veronica, lots of people, Tony, James, Mr. Rational Bloom is here. Well, I'm not sure he even exists, but there we go. Uh, Louis, there we go. I think we've already said hi to Charlie. So, felt a bit um, George Burley-ish um, yesterday, didn't it? The um, Where teams, and I suppose it's a kind of compliment where teams come and camp and sit in and we have lots and lots and lots of the ball um, what was your, we'll go in, in finite detail uh, in a minute, Rich. What was your general take? It, it was sadly predictable, wasn't it? And I think the sadly predictable bit, I think, is the, the weakness we've got in conceding stupid goals at really bad times right now. And hopefully that's, well, it's a mistake. It's, it's, it's something we need to shed quite quickly, isn't it? Because we can't keep, you know, I think it was Jack in our Telegram group says, you keep a clean sheet, you win yesterday. You might be frustrated that you've banged on the door for 90 minutes, um, but at least it hasn't cost you. Well, at the moment, it's, it's, it, we were really defensively solid under McKenna and, and now we're not. So that's, yeah, along with the injuries and, as, and along with the misfiring strikers, we've now got a little bit of a creaky defenseman. <laughs> They're coming <laughs> well, in threes. They're coming threes, guys. Let's talk about these injuries then, Dave. Don Ball and Tyrese John Jules, pick your poison. I mean, Don Ball was a strange one, isn't it? Because apparently he picked it up at Charlton and he looked, um, you know, watched Charlton game, he looked excellent that day. Um, you know, still going up to the, you know, great, great setup for, for Morsey's goal with, uh, you know, right in, what, 94 plus. Um, but uh, clearly picked up a knee injury um, at Charlton. But surprisingly, played... Um, against Bracknell Monday evening. Um, and he did look, I think we all said, he looked as though he was struggling throughout the game and looked very frustrated when he came off. And now you realise what that frustration was, not at being hooked, but clearly um, injury frustration. And yeah, seemingly a bad one. Um, Kieran McKenna's come out and say he's going to need surgery and that could be his, that could be his yeah, season. So um, I've heard. And Tyrese John-Jules, I mean, that's, 
the hamstring tear, torn hamstring, and again, that sounds hit, so it, painful when oh, torn hamstring. described that. He said um, ripped. Yeah, yeah, oh. um, and again, surgery's been mentioned. So again, that's that's potentially season ending as well. I would say. Right. There's a few ways I want to go with this because I I think that now opens up a January discussion and some business might need to be um, done. Uh, Richard, where does that leave the central midfield picture now? Obviously, we'll talk about yesterday and Cameron Humphreys starting, but we shouldn't be heaping too much responsibility on a player um, that young. Obviously, Lee Evans is not around either. Where does that leave the central midfield picture? It's tight, isn't it? Um, I'm just thinking, well, I guess we're fortunate that Kamara's got himself fit just at the right time. Um, we'll talk more about him later on, but it is, yeah, I'm looking at the squad right now and, you know, maybe it's, I think Fraser Alexander might be able to play there. He's, I think he's the under-21s wow. captain, I think, but it's lacking experience, isn't it? There, Okay, there it is, yeah. Um, you're probably looking for someone to play out of position, aren't you? Um, so it is, yeah, I mean... We might, that World Cup break would have been really good for us right now, wouldn't it? But yeah, well, Ben yeah. Ben's kicked us out. There we go. So we're back. Yeah, but yeah so. it's it's a bit of a challenge. Oh, yeah. big thank you to Brain, Brain Crane. Well, that might be Brian, but I don't yeah, care Brian. how he might spells well it. Be. He's just super chatted. Um, very kind. Uh, Ten pounds. Very yeah, very yeah. kind um, indeed. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to put Adam's comment up there. Could we recall uh, well, yeah. Mazzini from yeah. Orient? Orient, who have got a ton of points at the top of um, League Two, haven't they? Uh, that's a good point. And before you answer about central midfield, just throw in David's <laughs> comment there. How close oh is Morsi to another bad? Well, Never too picked, far is the answer. He, to he that, picked up it? another one yesterday. Yeah, so what, what is that now? Has he got two to two, another two? I'll, I'll have a look, Dave. Sure. Um, talk to I'm me about the there. central midfield. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. As as um, Rich quite quite rightly said, we've gone from almost having seemingly what. Three or two or three weeks ago, an embarrassment of riches almost. To um, yeah, it is looking pretty thin. And as David quite rightly said, there, Morsey is, well, yeah, Morsey plays, Morsey picks up a yellow card. So um, I think he may be only a couple away from another suspension. So that will really could really impact. But as you quite rightly said, good to see cameras seemingly getting himself fit. Um, again, more of him in a little while. But um, and he can, I'm sure, could do a job there. But um. Yeah, it's all a bit worrying again, isn't it? It is, and um, it does feel like, especially with um, Tyrese John Jules being a, a lone player, it does feel, Dave, like that might be a be a spot for a signing in January, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. There's an that's... interesting thought from Dan Connors in the in our Telegram group, who um, it's his anniversary today when we record. Oh, happy, happy anniversary! anniversary. He, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, Dan. He, Good stuff. he wondered whether we might have been actually looking to sign John Jules permanently in January and whether that, well, that's obviously now out of the window, isn't it? But he was speculating about that, but we'll talk about the other 29 chances, four of which are on target. It feels like the striking areas are really a, a target for improvement, regardless of John Jules injury, I suspect in, in January. I mean, and I think, it's a necessity, isn't it? And I think you're right about the midfield. If there is a chance of recalling Elmer Zuni, I guess that would certainly come in the equation because certainly he's been playing and um, I think he's been playing really, really well there. Really, really like well. Him, Dave. Yeah, really. I know they do. I know they and, do. Um, Wellens plays nice football as well. Yeah. It's not. It's not like Baggett going to Gillingham where it's head and kick it. Learn out. <laughs> no, no, no. He would fit. Learn out to defend. Not straight back in. I think so. Yeah. yeah, that's an interesting, an interesting one. The only issue I've got is it is a long time. Look, um, Exeter, yeah. Pompey. Okay, there's two cup games, but the important ones. Count up those league games: Exeter, Fleetwood, Posh, Wickham, Oxford, Pompey. And then you're talking 2nd of January, Rich, even if you do get anyone announced there, I, I, I suppose they could do 2nd of January, but still a lot of games to January before that um, yeah. window opens, doesn't it? Yeah, and there's yeah. Uh, do that, do that fixture list include Pizza Cup and FA it, Cup as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, yeah, and even when we play in the Pizza Cup and or the FA Cup against Buxton, you'd be thinking, right, well, you've got to give Morsey a rest and Humphreys a rest. Well, who are you going to bring in? You know, it's it does, but yeah, it does put us in a really difficult position. And I just wonder whether is there another formation that we could try which limits the number of central midfielders? But it's really no. difficult to figure it out, isn't it? It's you know, we'll play the the four one four one formation. I don't know. It's, even <laughs> then, you've got to find a central midfielder, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, let's get into this um, yesterday. Then we'll try and 
Um, hopefully we'll try and pitch this in in the right way. But obviously this is off the back of this. Well, it's difficult because you look at that Charlton thing as, oh, well, you'll never see that again for another three to five years, anything that ridiculous. But then you put two frustrating draws with frustrating goals in a row. And again, I'm trying to pitch this the right way, Dave. We drew a couple of games, whoopie do. First time this season we've gone back-to-back games without winning in the league as well. So Yeah, true. Yeah, you have um, to put it put it in perspective, but it's just the nature of the two games, isn't it? It's just all this two points per game and Sheffield Wednesday. Who will come to just um, yeah, no, moving nicely? And, yeah, um, yeah. Although, a um, little slip from Plymouth anyway. Um, right, let's have a look at teams yesterday then. Um, obviously, we've kind of sort of spoiled ourselves here in terms of the actual sort of personnel issues. But, Richard, um, Walton, Edmondson, Wolfenden, Danassian, and problem for Danassian as well that Kieran McKenna spoke about there. Uh, Burns, who isn't going anywhere, fortunately for us, but unfortunately for him. Uh, Davis down the other side. Morsi with young Humphreys starting in League One. Uh, Chaplin, Harness, Ladapo. Um, Thoughts, uh, Richard? Uh, No real surprises there for me. Uh, I thought Humphreys was excellent on... Monday night against Bracknell, a um, lot of lovely crosses, uh, sorry, kind of pinged balls over the top one there to create goals. He looked assured um, and with ball out, it was a no-brainer kind of switch there. And then we speculated on the pre-match what would happen with the front three. We expected Ladapo to, to play and it was a case of who's the, who's behind him. And, and I, I like Harness as a starter. Um, I think we needed someone with a, a bit of direct running and and strength about them. And and Chaplin, you just kind of think against a team like Cheltenham, with respect, he he hasn't scored in a while. You want to turn your form around or chuck him in, and and that's the team that you know basically on the face of it, I think is our strongest lineup, isn't it? So no complaints from me. Dave, no, I I think I agree. I think when we saw the team in the pub, we were yeah all 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 okay with that. I think Edwards maybe Dave. Yeah, we perhaps thought thought Edwards was perhaps a little bit unlucky to um a little bit unlucky to miss out. Was he again? Okay, it was Bracknell, but he, I thought he was very good. In that that well, all that left side was very good on Monday night against Bracknell. So perhaps a little bit uh, a little bit harsh on him to miss out again. But yeah, all in all, no problem really with that. So yeah, Ben Schlacky, spare keeper, Keo Burgess, and that illustrates the point. Camera, that's about it in terms of central midfield, isn't it? Depth now, uh, Edwards, Jackson. Yeah, that's no criticism of how the squad's been put together. That's injuries all in the same area as well, which tends tends to be the case, um, doesn't it? Uh, Cheltenham, um, I had a really good interview with Alfie May on Thursday. I was expecting the John Cena-Lazarus-esque comeback after they said about six weeks ago he'd be 10 weeks. And I I thought he might make it, um, but uh, he wasn't around the talisman uh, for Cheltenham, um, and they line up thus. Uh, Southwood, uh, Long, Raglan, Freestone, Williams and Broom wide, Bonds, Circum, here comes a butcher in, Oli Inca, Norton, and Enlandulu, who's a decent um, player, Loney um, up yep. top from Liked him. Southampton. But Dave, without without the talisman, yeah, no, you you know you look at you look at that, and I think I mean I think the guys said um, in the preview show they they also had um, a couple out, certainly two, three, or maybe even four, maybe regulars mm. out as well. Um, I got a question you uh, one thing, Rich. I got a question you about the size of the centre backs because they look bigger than. I, well, that well, was Seb's bigger... bit of the script. <laughs> he was really he was really confident with that bit he of information. Was. I meant and, to mention that. I mean, last free, night. Freestone was a blooming unit, wasn't he? So I think I don't know. I think he well, wasn't an outlier when they, either. When so. they sort of lined up, I thought this isn't right. What's going on? We'll, here? Give, we'll give Seb a right of reply on this week's pre-match. Yeah, we'll, we'll give we'll him double a check. Part. I mean, yeah. Yeah. just bury him. That's bury him. Yeah, let's just chuck him under the bus. Terrible. And he was working so. Awful. Hard last night, unsung yeah, hero of the light of the of our event last night. <laughs> yeah. As well. but, but yeah, Which we will I, talk about. We will, we will talk about. But, by the way, we'll yeah, I, I agree with you. It, it was a bit of a head scratch of that one. But heights on the heights on the internet is always a bit of a weird. One yeah, always a bit. Yeah, hit or miss. Yeah. Do you not remember when I did the pod with Marcus Stewart and I used his internet height and he very quickly corrected me that I had him as 
shorter than he than he actually <laughs> yeah. was. I was trying to praise him on his um, amazing aerial ability, heading his, ability, and, yeah. his, and his timing. But there we go. Um, right, I suppose we can jump straight in um, toward the first goal. Then early on, and perfect start in a game in a game like this. Who wants to take that one? Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, it was good. It, it, it was good for once. Um, good set piece, good corner, out swinging down at so our left, uh, out swinging corner from from Davis, who who's I thought corners were, were good all day yesterday. You know, it was markedly, markedly, markedly improving. Um, bit out swinging, good movement from Burns initially, just gets in front of his man, flicks it on across the six yard box, and really clever movement. It looks quite well rehearsed, where Wolfenden peels off and around round the block. Chaplin does a bit of a block, and um, Wolfenden sort of peels off his man and around, and he's free at the back post just to tap it in from a couple of yards. Really, yeah, it looked looked like a training, a bit of a training ground um, routine that paid off there. I think perfect start, Rich. Yeah, we'd started really well with great intensity. It's one of these ones, and we need to talk about it because it was similar to Lincoln. In the atmosphere, there was a sense of anticipation and expectation, and you know, we need to we need to build on these leads rather than just be happy with the one. But it was fully merited even that that early on, and then we continued to pester them until we concede but yeah positive start great set piece uh thought great header from burns actually yeah i already expect that from him so yeah yep. all in all pretty good until rich yeah well we've we've got a, a, a one of these var moments the goal line technology moments oh. which everyone's been debating for the last 24 hours we have to mention Danassian turns into roberto carlos and um r- runs the length of the field and harness uh, the ball ends up with harness isn't it and crashes the ball off the underside of the bar probably hits it too hard if i'm gonna be stupidly critical <laughs> and, and the ball bounces down the wrong side of the line but... you can't hit it too hard when barring in's concerned right well exactly right it's, you've got to get there it's got all for the cameras and, and even after that we've we've got chances for for vincent young forces a save and is it sorry is there, a freeze, is there a freeze frame of that anywhere I uh I, th- I think somewhere on twitter someone's it might be in the telegram group as well we might fish that out yeah. if we've got a break but and the the cheltenham goal comes on the 34th minute after it, we've basically been battering them but it's a chance where burns crosses it davis completely unmarked at the back and he can't even get the header on target and we've just been spurning these chances and this, the atmosphere at Portman Road kind of starts to get a little bit apprehensive. It's like, well, you know, we're playing really well. We're getting these chances, but it just takes one mistake. And here it comes. And as always, Ben, it's a catalogue rather than a single instance. You know, never never one thing, is it? You've got yeah. the missed chance that I've just mentioned, but Wolfenden versus Norton on on our right-hand side. And Norton gets past him pretty easy. Then yeah, Olienka, the ball deceives Humphreys, who goes sliding after him. And then suddenly Davis is is really central, really narrow. And Broome has got all kinds of space played in and kind of cuts for the, the touchline initially. And then suddenly gets a lot of power behind this shot. It goes back across goal. I don't know whether he meant it, but it's really firmly struck. And Walton is just totally caught out at his near post. It's not... You, you, we're going to have to criticise him a little bit for that one. I'm sure he didn't look happy, beat the ground, punch the ground afterwards. But it's just one of those ones where you've you've had two opportunities to stop the ball getting across the pitch. And then the guy's totally unmarked. And it's hit with power, to be fair. But yeah, not a good one. This is really interesting, Dave, because we've been so high on Walton and I'm such a, such a big fan of him. Yeah. Um, but it's not unreasonable to say the soft hands goal... And we could maybe even pick another one out at, at Charlton. Kieran McKenna said in his interview, I was trying to decipher um, this, um, something to the effect of it seems like all the shots on target we're conceding at the moment are going well, in, which is yeah, either, no, a, either a pointer at some bad luck, some good finishing, or <sighs> could a couple of them be yeah. kept out? Do you remember? Sorry, I'll let you come in one sec, Dave. Do you remember back in the Plymouth game, it was very much a, a dick-swinging contest between... Cooper of Plymouth and Walton as the, you know, oh, who's the, you know, who's the most highly valued saleable goalkeeper in in the division? Mm. It it feels like Walton's just... Regressed. Ever so slightly. And that's, you know, such a big fan. I think he's great. But is that fair? 
Uh, no, I think it is fair to a degree. Because if you remember, you know, the Plymouth game, I mean, both those goals are absolute worldies, weren't they? Unbelievable. And we said, no, you know, Walton's got no, you know, Walton can hold his head up. You know, you just, you, you can't legislate for two strikes like that. They were two brilliant strikes. But you're right, the soft hands against Charlton. And yeah, yesterday it was just a, a shot that, you know, up up to the Charlton game, it's just a routine save for him, really. Absolute routine. He was well struck. Maybe he hit it quite early. And maybe he thought he anticipated the ball actually going across him rather yeah. than in his near post, I think. And he kind of so. he kind of misjudges a dive. He sort of kind of dives, I don't know, almost too early. I can't, yeah, it's, it's an odd one. But, um, I mean, just going back to the goal, Wolfenden should put Norton in row Z, for Christ's sake. He's got, he's got him <laughs> touched tight, almost on the byline. He's just got to deal with that. And, yeah, Humphreys is a little that, bit not yeah, he did, and Humphreys was a little bit naive. Yeah, Humphreys was a little bit naive as well, trying to. All right, he's trying to slide in a nick. Oh, Dave, but, he gets a pass. You know, the ball comes from you know, someone. He gets a pass though for his for his. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I totally, and, totally agree because it's a good. And I reckon touch. Dave it's a great he, touch I reckon Humphreys is sliding in to win yeah. the ball to start a counter attack. No, I think he is. Him, isn't he? I think he is. I think he is, but. He stands up there. Look and look if if and but but no, it's, it was it was a bad goal to concede and just out of nowhere, really, absolutely out of nowhere. But then, literally within what two minutes, they should have been two one up. Yeah, very similar. Broom again. Broom, Broom again across, on that. Yeah. Broom again. Really good switch of feet. Um, and chipped a great ball in. Someone completely missed kicks. That could have been circum. And circum it, completely missed kicks it, he, he, it only he, about did, six did, yards out. Did, he, did the ball circumvent him, Dave? Yeah, yes, you know. Um, and, and then, then Lundalu at the far post is sliding just, in as well, Dave. Just yeah. Can't, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, and that was it. So as far as Cheltenham was concerned, yeah, narrow, you know, perhaps should have been two one up, but that was it for the rest of the game. Yeah, there's the attacking momentum then. <laughs> I wonder where the goal is, Rich. <laughs> oh, my God. No. For those, oh, those dear, listening on the podcast, we're looking at a bar diagram with essentially up for Ipswich and down for Cheltenham. And there are three small bars for Cheltenham on the 30-odd minute. And then oh, the no, there's one, one at the start of the second there's half. There's a little bit there. at the start of the second oh, half. Oh, I minute know. 47 there, I think. Sorry, Dave. You see that? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 there was a faint one there. Got I mean, and that, I laugh, mean, that is a, that, well, obviously it's an accurate assessment. That is the game right there. I mean, yeah. I don't think I haven't seen a game as, not as frustrating. I don't know. I don't think I've seen such a one-sided game is that for a long, long time with, you know, only one goal. Uh, the biggest, the biggest thing for me. So I'm, I'm, I'm behind the goal in the North Stand Lower, and there's so much, particularly second half. And we'll talk about. Get, I want to get Dave's view. I don't know if you've watched the highlights back and had a look at Cameras' technique for his shot, Dave. But we'll come to that. But there are just crosses pinging and going from left and right. And we, we had about twenty corners, all of which land in the area. And to me, Cheltenham. I mean. This is going to sound disrespectful. It isn't at all. Cheltenham have been drilled to manfully defend, to get in the way of stuff. And that's what they did, you know. And we mentioned number six. I've forgotten his name already. He was their centre-back. Three stones getting in there. And every time the ball dropped Ben on the penalty spot, there's a Cheltenham body getting in the way if it's not us getting in the way of each other. And you just kind of think, and, and this goes back to the debate about the strikers, who's showing the instinct to get on the end of stuff for us? I think there are enough people forward, but when it comes to balls in the box and chaos and sticking a boot in, sticking a head in, a lot of people going with boots when they should be going for heads, if 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 I'm being brutally honest as well. And Cheltenham just got every... Every ball that landed in their penalty area, Cheltenham were on it and quicker than we were to react. And that was the disappointing thing for me because we had the territory, we had the balls in the box, we had the set pieces, but just time after time, no one there to, to finish the job off or someone doing a last gasp block to deny us. It becomes quite niche, bespoke type game though at that point, Dave, where you'd almost you'd almost say, okay, We'll give we'll give you four attacks. We'll give you four counter attacks just to draw you out to stop this constant. Because yeah, like as Rich is describing it, look, you two were at the game. I I was not, but I can I can well imagine it. And you know when people get entrenched, they they figure where they are. You know even in the stadium where they are, where they're defending, where they're going to stay. And it's Neil Warnock always says it's head it kick it head it kick it. This is it? it's a it's a siege mentality almost. Yeah, that's, exactly. what they, that's basically what they adopted. And and look, they did it very well. They did. I mean, you know, was it bad finishing? No, not necessarily. Was it bad finishing? Dave, it's often the t- sorry to interrupt. It's often the type of chances 
you're creating rather than bad finishing. They're they're not. Yeah, it's, like, it's all very frantic. And can you get a foot on the end of something? No, rather no, you're than right. A, you know the amount of times where second half where we got got the ball down Richard down the north stand then you know tight down the left down the right and balls are flashing in the box. And from where I was looking down, you think, all right, you're just waiting for the ball flash across the six yard box and someone to put it in, someone to get a foot to him put it in. And the times you know the ball was played in, bang away, bang away every single time. We just did not. I don't know if it's anticipation or not. Probably the really good chance. Well, I mean, just before camera hit the hit the um, hit, hit the post, there was that excellent cross from Edwards, and Ladapo gets a bit on that. I mean, Ladapo gets a bit more on that. He scores that goal, but again, he, he doesn't. Was really... that the stoppage time one? Yeah, he just doesn't really show any conviction, and he gets a touch on that. But um, fair play, the keeper. You know, I thought the keeper played quite well as well. Didn't he make some pretty good saves? But yeah. um, just uh, again, another afternoon of frustration. But. Just looking back, I just look back on the Lincoln game. Um, this is this is incredible. So, with the similar sort of low block, okay, we, we didn't score that day. One nil, lost one nil. That but... was even more drastic, wasn't it? So They're... over two games, Six, 60, 63? 62. Oh, shots. so close. Sixty-two shots, nine on target, twenty-nine yeah. corners. For almost identical, fourteen corners, fifteen yesterday, almost identical, seventy-seven percent, seventy-four percent. Horse Heller's literally uh, he, reading your mind at exactly the same point. Absolute well, joke. It's insane, isn't it? And yeah. one goal from um, those two games. Um, and those stats are just brutal, aren't they? Um, 74% <laughs> possession, yeah. 2.74 to 0.22 <laughs> on the XG is normally far more telling than um, any Anything. kind of shot count. Yeah. But 29 shots to... Shots to three. Uh, um, I'm guessing that was the only shot on target. There we go. Um, down the left-hand side, yeah. That's, you're right there, Robert. Dave. Only four shots on target from our point of view. Fair play to Cheltenham. 17 uh, blocked shots. 23 shots inside really. the box as well. Oof. Why didn't... But, why didn't as Wade, Elliott, as Wade Elliott said, you know, if that's what they set up for a week, they, all week they expected it. It was always going to be the low block. They expected that. And they were, you know, they worked on that shape, would you call it, all week, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, go on then. Uh, you can have a minute to think about this, Dave. I'll drop it straight on you, Richard. Well, why didn't the goal come? Why, why, didn't, why didn't the win come? Uh, so there's two things for me and I'm really basic and <laughs> this is going to sound I'm yeah, really, often is mate <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm after I'm after people tonight but when this this is going to sound weird so apologies in advance everyone in the chat I'm going to trigger a few people when Paul Jewell took over when Paul Jewell was appointed the first thing he did was try and get us to shoot from range you look at Plymouth at the moment Plymouth's XG is much lower than ours they're at the top of the division because when things aren't going right they'll try from rich. the edge of the box I think it's something and, like 18 XG 36 goals yeah it's, it's mentally good they are massively Carry on, sorry. And, 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 and I know that yesterday you've got the situation where Cheltenham had basically got all 11 and Lundaloo was on the halfway line and that was about it so you know you're going to have people in the way but I just don't think we try an, enough variety Variety is definitely it, and and the and the other aspect. I don't know whether that's it's the pressure of of and the expectation of the crowd, but players stopped taking chances and gambling. I don't know whether they were worried about the counter attacks that you mentioned, Ben. But to me, Harness and Chaplin disappeared out yeah. of that game second half. Edwards and came on ones, and ran. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. It's the dribblers and the tight spaces. Who, and picking you need passes. to beat a man, and it's a deflection often, isn't it? When it yeah. against the low block that gets the goal. But we just we when it's so congested like that, though. I don't know why we persist with trying to find angles and all that kind of stuff. When we someone should just get a shot off. And camera came on. We haven't mentioned his his chance. I want to get Dave's view on that one. But to me it's 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 having a go early, like Broom did. You know, yes the keeper's possibly going to get a save and all that kind of stuff. But and, and it's it's gambling a little bit more rather than the safe sideways pass or getting it out to Burns or getting out to Davis. You know, just try something. And if it doesn't come off, Cheltenham are camped in their own half Ben. Where are they going to go? You know, we have to get back a little bit, but it's not as if they're going to unleash a counter-attack against us every time, is it? So that was that was the frustration for me. Edwards did. I think you're right. You touched yeah. on it briefly. Though. I think Edwards came on and he was always looking to meet his man and he did once or twice and he stood up a couple of couple of lovely, lovely crosses. Um, Russell Osman at our, 
uh, event last night also made a good point about when Edwards came on. He said, you know, why was why was Davis playing in front of playing in front of Edwards? You know, shouldn't it should it not be the other way? You know, almost the other way round. But I thought Edwards was when he came on again was pretty you know pretty effective in that um, in that sort of slightly coming from deep collecting the ball and actually having the space to to go at his to go at his fullback. Yeah, I'd I'd expect him to get a, Davis, certainly a start next week. It's such a difficult balance because I do agree with what Richard says, but the counter to that is you know, process, process, process and mm. trust and keep what you're doing. But if the process doesn't work and no one loves an off-the-cuff player more than you, Dave, you do you do need a, one, yeah, you, do. you know, a curler in the far corner. A match a winner. Dri- a dribble match where there's winner. an obvious pass on where we're all yeah. screaming, give it out wide, yeah. but they go inside or whatever. So and look, and, look and, and some of it was, you've got to say, that the luck was not on our side yesterday. You do need that. I know it's, it's a well-worn phrase cliche whatever but you do need a bit of the rub of the green and goodness me we didn't get it yesterday that's Frankly, true hit the, you know. hit the bar at the post you know, but... Harness, look harness's goal goes in harness's ball hits the bar goes over the line two nil if we, we get two dave we that, get five or six that, there, game, don't that we? game that game that game ends four or five yeah easy yeah. definitely i mean the, the player for me ben is is morsey and um, morsey lands on the ball in such good positions oh. But just yeah, just hasn't got the the attacking instinct. I think to that, that, to find to be the next fair pass. To Morsey, that's something that seems to have been asked of him at, True. at Ipswich rather than at his previous club. Do you agree? I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But hey. he he has tried a shot or two, hasn't he? I saw him score from nearly the halfway line at AFC Wimbledon in pre-season. We know that Morsey can shoot. So did I, he ping I just... one in at Forest Green as well. Yeah, is that right? He did. He did. He, 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 he pinged one, one in at Charlton. There you go. So we know he's got it. Yeah, he's got locker. it in his locker. Hey. I mean, we need to mention very briefly, but um, Dave, um, um, we talked about changing it up, Ben. Um, our new centre forward is Cameron Burgess, by the way. That was really <laughs> old school. I love that from McKenna. Yeah, I gotta love that. Well, yeah. yeah. There, but there's your, there's your off the cuff. All right, just stick the yeah. biggest player um, in the Get, box to try, yeah. and, try and occupy uh, David James. Dave, is there any danger whatsoever? I mean, uh, maybe I'm not giving League One managers enough credit because they all know way more about Ipswich than from their data and their analysts than we'll ever know. But there's got to be a sign now because Derby, even with all their quality, were pretty defensive. Lincoln and Mark, I know Lincoln have been doing it a few games before us. Same with Cheltenham, actually. They'd had a couple of low block performances that had worked two, three, four games before but Dave are we also again back to the half and half league and that top half probably won't sit into quite I suppose Derby did is, is there a blueprint now for teams to I think come? there probably is if teams look at that I think there probably is yeah I mean you wouldn't have thought someone like Sheffield Wednesday perhaps you wouldn't you wouldn't think but um, teams are going to look at that and and of course they're going to they're going to sit in yeah Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 
24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Um, let's just say, sorry, before you come to that, uh, Nathan, oh, thanks Nathan. so much. Nice. Four, near as damn it, four Aussie dollars there on the um, Super Chat. The thank you team very, team. very much, Nathan. Oh. He says, hope the live event well. The love event. Oh, oh, and that, yeah, that was afterwards. That's why we didn't. That's why we didn't film it, is it? Hey, uh, we will. We're going to talk a lot about the live event at the at the end of the show, but it went off uh, beautifully, and um, we will regale you all with with tales at the end. Um, right, we talk about Kamara, Ben. Sorry, we won't yeah, mention the the dramatic moment at the end. Do you want to talk through that, Dave? Or... Well, it's right in front of you, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, from where I'm looking at, that's in, isn't it? I, I thought actually yeah. it did. It was one of those ones where it hit the, hit the side, hits the inside of the post and actually just nestles in the far corner. And you, I mean, that right in front of you, you know that's not your day when that happens. But think, you seem yeah, to I think, think, I mean, I haven't seen it in any great view from behind the goal, but I, I don't think that you, you seem to think that he perhaps sort of cut across it rather than putting his laces through it. I think so. That's what I could see at least. And but you think it's it's in, don't you? And, but and again, a ball. yeah, he's been Sorry. on what two minutes? How long? How long have he been on to? Yeah, there? five minutes or so. Yeah, yeah not yeah. not long. And then and then there's a cross, another cross across the face where he's sliding in as well. So oh. you know, Kamara's got the instinct. I, yeah. I've got no problem him him starting yeah. if we if we need options in central midfield. So yeah, just one of those ones, Almost isn't it? You feel a bit sorry. McKenna on that one, Rich, because he's so clearly trying to drip in 10 minutes. I've I've been watching Liam Manning and Mo Iser, and you can literally see he gives him 10 extra minutes. Topping it up, yeah. Every game topping up, but I think that might be going out the window. David, you absolute legend. 20 euros on the Super Chat. Thanks, everyone. You're all kind, wonderful benefactors, (laughs) but David um, needs to do another another live event now. Thank you, guys. We'll get him a free ticket. But David, I think we need to do one in Ireland, mate. Yeah, <laughs> we'll come. We'll, we'll come, come to Dublin. You, you. Come up for that. Very, very oh, yeah. kind. Right, Brilliant, guys, we're going to bang through League One, and then we'll take your questions. So don't um, maybe type them out, but don't hit send, and we'll take your questions um, in just a sec, guys. I'll just rattle through, and if you want to pick a game or yeah, two each, yeah. anything particularly yeah. you you um, feel sort of motivated to speak about, let me just bring this up on the other screen excuse me filibuster vigilantly <laughs> there we go um so accrington stanley nil sheffield wednesday one very good day for sheffield wednesday oh. as you'll see when i read out the other results uh, bristol rovers two fleetwood two 99th minute equalizer joey barton against scott brown joey barton red card you love to see it <laughs> bonkers burton three charlton three so charlton have gone four four and 3-3 three, three in um, consecutive games. Burton are ridiculous if you look at their numbers. They've got the second highest XG in the league and they're rubbish and they can see tons of goals, but it's, it's all very um, on, on speed type football. Um, Cambridge nil, Bolton nil, move on. Uh, this, is, this one's worth anyone picking up on. Exeter 3, Peterborough 2, and they have got goals in that team uh, Stansfield Nombe and Brown haven't they they look yeah. lively they you look like lively. you like Lo- them Dave and we got to play them well. next week that so, was yeah. a lovely win what a lovely winning goal that was great little slip ball from Stansfield I think I saw him he's do a player similar. isn't he I saw, I saw him do similar I think at um Plymouth the other week and uh, man that's a great finish wasn't it absolutely and ran on Brown Dave bang He's tied with Collins of Bristol over 17 goal contributions is he ex-posh as well Giovanni Brown Yes. Pass. Pass. Uh, yes. 91st minute as well. So and they, yeah, yes. they were two one yes. down as well, weren't they? They were two one down yeah, yeah, late they, on. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. got goals. They got if you if you we'll got bring goons. the table up in a minute. If you look at the you know, these kind of and, and we're one of them, the teams pushing right up at the top. Then look at the goals totals. Exit are a kind of rival in it all. So there we go. Anyway, Forest Green nil, uh Wickham two, brilliant goal by McCleary in oh, that one. God. Lincoln one. Um, Plymouth won. I thought Plymouth might have a hard time there because mm. uh, Lincoln and Mark Kennedy haven't lost at home yet. MK1, Derby 3, Derby starting to manoeuvre. Yeah, a bit could be a very hard playoff opponent for somebody. Morecambe <laughs> um, 1, Pompey 1. Too many draws for Pompey. Oxford, nice click there. Without Brannigan as well, they win mm-hmm. 4-0. Uh, Shrewsbury 0, Barnsley 1. Barnsley are very hard to score against. Um Anyone particularly you want to talk about there, Richard? I just wanted to mention Lincoln Plymouth. We called it on the pre-match that it might be a little bit of a blippy week for for Plymouth because of 
you know, not a great week for them losing to Grimsby. A couple of injuries, albeit I think a lot of us were reading too much into Conor Grant. He's not, he's not made that many starts for them this season. But the idea that it was a similar game to ours yesterday against Cheltenham is certainly not. They didn't have the lion's share of the possession, certainly. But um, more shots, more shots on target, more block shots, more counter-attacks. Um, Lincoln um, were, were a little bit statistically better than within Plymouth. And, you know, that Sheffield Wednesday have probably got their form going at the right time. I wonder where whether Plymouth are now due their due their blip. blip. Um, Let's just can we just have a look? Um, who have they got next? They're away yeah. at Burton, which could be oh, anything, okay. but could be a high oh, okay. scoring draw still, couldn't it? Uh, yeah. Charlton is EFL Trophy. Oh, those Port are kind, aren't they? Look at those. Uh, Cambridge away, Morecambe. Now they've got nice fixtures. Remember, <laughs> oh, well. re- remember with Plymouth. <laughs> Um, they've got this. I know they've played a lot of the games at um, at home, but there was a point where they'd already beaten eight of the top nine or something. Yeah, crazy. Clutch destroys every week when it comes to <laughs> Plymouth. No, I know. But no, 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 the, the whole thing, the whole thing with Plymouth, Rich, is what I call the Norwich 2018-19 syndrome, where you look at it and you think, okay. They are brilliant at the moment. Surely they can't keep this up. And yeah. we, we all watched that Norwich team just kept going and going and going. So, um, it just sounds stating the bleeding obvious. They're either going to keep going and get over ninety points, and no one's no one's catching them, or they will they will have a they will have a drop. Was there, not, was there not some talk in the week of potentially was again was that wishful thinking potentially Swansea recalling Whitaker? I think someone was being silly on Twitter, There's an Ipswich fan trying to be... Norwich fans are favouring Rakul Mumba as well. Um, yeah, if, that'll if, be good. If, here's a citizen's advice bit. If you see a tweet from an unverified account that says, I've heard, there's it's a good chance you might need to get a second opinion on whether that tweet uh-huh. is bollocks or... Yeah. We understand. Something yes. Like, something My like sources that, yeah. tell me, yeah. and you've got like 20 yeah. followers. It's like... Hey, do you want to talk about Sheffield Wednesday, um, Dave? Because when I look at when I look at Ipswich, Plymouth, and um, Sheffield Wednesday, I kind of think Plymouth have got the the whole setup and a long trajectory. They're probably best in in that regard in terms of the momentum. I look at us and I think we've got best manager. I look at Sheffield Wednesday. I think they've got the best squad. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's 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 going to be tight, isn't it? It's that's. Is going to be tight, you know. This, this it switches, and you know these these four points, these last two games would have been sitting really nicely, sitting alongside Plymouth. Nice five point gap to, nice five point gap to Chef Wed, and absolutely almost not cruising it, but yeah, oh, the world is world is in a great place, but it's going to be tight, Ben. Honestly, yeah. These how, how are you think, guys seeing? I think the three will stay the course. Yeah, I was going to ask. That was going to be my next question. Uh, you go first, Rich. How are you guys seeing posh Pompey? And Derby, because you can kind of see Peterborough are not very good away from home. Pompey have got all those draws in there, and Derby obviously had the managerial change, giving everyone a bit of a head start. Do you kind of see them not tagging along with the top three? Yeah, I, I'm, Peterborough probably the, the ones I'd expect maybe to cling a little bit. Portsmouth, I had a bit of a downer on Portsmouth because of the way they played at, at Portman Road when we when we beat them. I, I just think there's they're easier easier to combat than the the t- the, the, f- the top three, and, and yeah, I, I'm. Can you put the league table back, Ben? Sorry, I'm trying yes, to find okay. it. What I guess what worries me is, is Derby lurking there. Bolton don't seem to really kick fire off. into gear, do they? Yeah, <laughs> Barnsley similar kind of little bit inconsistent. Exeter are lurking, aren't they? Wick and Ben, I wonder whether Wick and might click. But I, that top three, I I'm think not, as Dave says, yeah, I'm not, I'm not looks, seeing it. I, no, I think and, you've. Would anyone be that surprised if that was, or at least, I mean, maybe Barnsley could get moving yeah. really under Duff, but it feels like Barnsley... Two defeats there, though, isn't it? It's lack, two and it feels like they're two wins. You, mm. you look at the strikers at the other team, and no offence to Norwood and Cole, and if you feel like Barnsley need a striker or two in in mm. January to, you know, when you look at uh, Johnson, Clark, Harris, or um, even like Bristol Rovers strikers, you think, you'd, you know... A few teams would, would swap with them, but um, it kind of feels like I mean we're, we're forty minutes in and, we're, and and I guess we've been hopefully constructively critical, but critical nevertheless. Like yesterday was just one of those games that happens at League One, and you know we dropped points at Charlton. We could have easily there was a point where we could have lost Charlton as well. I, I kind of think like 
we just need these are blips that happen. We need to learn from them. We, there's extenuating circumstances yeah. with the yeah. with the injuries. You know, Plymouth drop points as well. Sheffield Wednesday had their moments a few weeks back. They'll kick. You know, all of us will kind of have moments, but generally, I think we'll stick around two points a game. The key thing for me that we need to remember is we've got Sheffield Wednesday and Plymouth both at home. You know, we don't have to go to their place anymore. You know, they're quite fierce and not home. So that's if if we all kind of hover around the same number of points and then we can convert those home home games into wins then that's a really good situation but it's it's lots of ifs muts and babies what ifs buts and maybes i said this, buts this and off, babies off the, the, off the back of the love event last night lots of buts <laughs> and babies yeah um david if, if richard is right are we going to see through winter and spring you're going to you're going to have to win 7 out of 10 and then yeah, again, so. win six or seven out of the next ten. Well, it's I, be... I, I think you're right, and as Rich said, those two home games are going to be massive, aren't they? Absolutely massive, massive games by then. I mean, I'm not sure. It's Sheffield Wednesday's in January, isn't it? I think. I think Sheffield Wednesday's in January. We've got Plymouth is quite coming up as well, we? Yeah. And Plymouth is quite late, I think, isn't it? Is I it? believe. Oh. I think so. The, the, but the thing I find, Dave, with this league is because of the half and half thing, you're never that far away. From having a yeah. run of what would be seen as four hard games. That, do you know what I mean? Four yeah, hard sorry, games. Sorry, Plymouth mid January to jump just to jump. Oh, it's, oh, it's the other way around, is it? And then uh, where is Sheffield Wednesday? Oh, February. Oh, oh, January, February. At the end. So it's January. Bloody hell. Okay. Sign some players. Yeah, yeah sign some players. And yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I see it being, being between these, being between those three now. And um, I hate to say, maybe Derby. That's. You can see them knocking out two points per game all yeah. the way yeah. under Warren. It's just yeah, if very they, strong. Yeah, yeah, just if they had. And yeah. even As, that and game I think... yesterday at MK, Dave, there's two set play goals in yeah, there, sure. and you can start to see it looking quite yeah. warning, can't yeah. you? I think, I think Rich is right. Peterborough aren't, aren't great away, are they? No. And, um, yeah, I mean, Portsmouth just drawn too many, although... You know, win win those two games. You know, they win those two games, and then they're, they're right. They're right in it, though, aren't they? <laughs> hard to yes, beat, uh, yeah. But again, it's not about being hard to beat when you, when you're looking to get ninety to ninety five point. It's about literally dismembering the entire bottom half of the table and yeah. beating all of them, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. There we go. Um, right, guys, we will go to some questions. Get some questions in. Um, Richard, do you want to just do a quick plug for the Telegram group? Get your questions in via the chat and we'll answer them. Yeah, I, I, the best advertising that we can get for the Telegram group is, isn't Twitter just crazy right now? All of us can buy blue ticks. Oh, no, we can't. Well, um, so if you just want a stable platform that kind of looks and feels like... my blue Twitter, tick wasn't purchased. Yours is legit. Yours Mine is, is yeah. legit from when I was a musician. Ben's a, Nothing Ben's to do a with football. Proper, <laughs> Ben's got a proper tick. Um yeah, if you want to um, continue the chat in a respectful place and it kind of, yeah, it's just really great. And we, we met up. It's a quite a community now. There's quite a big gang of people at the Greyhound pre-match and the Telegram group. Obviously, a lot of the folks at the live event as well. So it's free for a couple of weeks. And then there's a, a Fiverr subscription after that. That's a pint a month. Um, and just continue to the debate and, you know, we've all kinds of fun stuff going on there. So Blue Monday, ITFC.co.uk, there's a link there. Um, it's hosted by a company called Leveller. Um, but get involved and join the chat and get involved in the match day group. It's really good fun. And I'm sure that'll be kicking into gear on Saturday for Exeter. Ben bought his blue tick from John Lewis. Now, oh. I like bits a lot, but he's going to get one finger <laughs> he's got he's got two between there. the lines <laughs> good old bits um get your questions in guys questions and then we'll talk a little bit about exeter who i think we we're all kind of quite low-key fans of um what do we got here andrew considering recent injuries being long term which players would you like to spot uh, to sign that's a different one do any names spring to mind um would they be um a difficult one isn't it in terms of I suppose you'd be looking at if they were permanents in January and not loans, you're looking at, are you, are you looking at bottom half league one players or do you think there's, is there any value in the, in the championship and pulling them down? A lot of chat about Will Keane last night, wasn't there? Yeah, there there was Will Keane. Yeah. (laughs) I would, I would, I'd chance a bid for an, an Lundaloo, Dave. I thought he looked good. He was, he was Southampton though, isn't he? Southampton. He was, he was, 
it was a handful. Someone threw someone through because we, we mentioned last night oh, we need a fox in the box. Someone threw Jordan Rhodes' name in there last night. He yeah, was, we keep was, hearing he was, about he was, was thrown in Rhodes there. And another ex ex yeah, who's, Wick, that, who's, well. who's that? Who's that? Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, he his name was thrown in there, but oh, where where do you go? I, I I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but what's what's happening to um, someone like I don't know, Brannigan at Oxford? He didn't play yesterday. Yeah. He, uh, was, he was suspended. He was um, suspended, wasn't yeah, he? Was so fired. someone like Brannigan, he's got a goal in him. Um, but, I can't get yeah. Dobson from Charlton. George Stick him Dobson. in midfield. Stick him in field. Absolute. So You're we, all uh, describing in there. Scott Fraser, though, as a kind uh, of, you know, yeah, attacking yeah. sort of midfielder who can play central high number eight or something like that. Um, there will be value. There will be value somewhere. And you, it, it's just whether whether the the kind of scouting has been long term looking at people and whether they can really act quickly on the basis of we might need a central midfielder quickly. And I was going to say, you, did you see him play for um, Mate? He's playing for Sunderland now, isn't he? Oh, he's a player, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, did he play Friday? Did he? I think he did. Then I thought, did you not? We not? Do you not go for? I thought you were there Friday. Did no, Friday? no, I was, no. I was for dinner. It's very nice. Oh, nice, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I mean, he was. We all said he was one player that absolutely shone last year, didn't he? Actually, got the full ones at home last year. Got the better of Morsey, didn't he? Um, but I think he's now playing. He's now playing fairly regular, I think, for Sunderland. But. Yeah, uh, be very interesting. An interesting window, I think. But yeah, maybe, you know, we'll, we'll, someone from completely left field we've all ignored. We will find out. Uh, keep your questions coming in. Michael, of our players out at the moment, who are we missing, Aluko, for me? What say you, Richard? I think a lot of people were calling for an Aluko type in the 95th minute against Charlton, weren't they? Someone to keep their foot on the ball someone who could play in the number 10 role, but also play a little bit deeper as well. So I think we miss his versatility. Uh, he's not, he's not got reined in the goals and the assists, but I think steady head there. I think we miss Evans more than Aluko. Yeah, well, do you want to just, if I just log yeah. in Paul's question, is yeah, Evans, Evans, he's kind was... of answering Michael's question with another question, but it's, down the same road, Dave. Evans was classed until he got injured. He was really, really running games, wasn't he? Absolutely superb. Pieces as well. Yeah, he was on it. He was just, just on it. And I think, you know, the injured Greg Lee as well. You know, you get Greg mm. Lee back. I know, I think Joe spoke about it on the Telegram group just a few minutes ago that if you get Greg Lee back, fit, is there a, is there a possibility you push Leif Davis on the left hand side of midfield? Um, must be some Man United youth players, McKenna. We've discussed this a, a fair bit. It's difficult with the elite club low knees because you get a situation like we had with Trev Chalaber and Joe Fairs would speak to this way better than I would but you almost can only get them either very very young or in the championship can't you it's kind of tricky with those big they tend not to Go ahead, Dave. Sorry. Going back to Friday night, was that a, was that a Manu Loney or was he Sunderland's player that scored that that scored that goal? What isn't he? a what a hit that was. Goodness me. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Pass. I think he's a man. Um, only, isn't he? This is an interesting one. Uh, do we need a Stuart type um, signing in January, half inch of player from promotion wow. rival? And then uh, we spoke, we've already spoken about the players putting the numbers up. I mean, Collins is the player of the player of the month. And um, yeah, I don't know whether that's a possibility where, I mean, if you look at a couple of the signings we've made, Harness from Portsmouth, Rich yeah. was, um, a player of the year from a club that are in the top six, aren't they? So maybe maybe it's not impossible. No, I was I was literally my mind was wandering, and I was just thinking, do I ask the the chat about whether we do a Marcus Stewart type signing? So Matt, Matt's I've been spending too much time with Matt at ICFC Women matches. He's um he's read my mind there, but I'm looking through the goal scorers. Johnson, in Clark top, Harris, wasn't it? Clark Harris is, yeah, possibly Miles one. Out, isn't he? You know, Giovanni yeah. you got Brown and Numba Exeter with eight and nine. Yeah, there's not yeah, not many options. <laughs> Ellis Harrison, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of worse, uh, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, Eric, Dave, uh, McKenna said we're not getting the rub of the green. Thoughts? Um, no, so, yeah, Dave, certainly didn't. Certainly didn't yesterday because even with the blocks, let's put put hitting the bar and hitting the post to one side. You know, as you said, you know, you get the shots off and the blocks. You know, how often do you see those sort of just deflect wrong foot the keeper and fly in the back of the net? So, 
Yeah, we, we're not at the moment, but look, that, I, I'm an advocate of that always evens itself out over the season, generally, I think. Uh, bits, uh, January, though, if we, if we, if we was to lose players Ooh. to championship clubs, uh, what price would you expect? Wolfie Burns, Morsi Humphreys. Um, Humphreys wouldn't be a lot, sadly, because he's only started a, a game or two. Um, so that would be a, a low baller. You would think, um, Morsi and Burns would be above the million, million, million and a half mark, and Wolfenden maybe slightly more, but we've discussed this yeah. so many times. People don't give League One clubs a lot of money for their players, do they? No, and I don't. Th- I think Ashton would be resisting anything like that. I, I can't. Would... I can't imagine we need to sell to buy either. So no, he'd beat that off. I think. Um, Colby Bishop. I don't think Pompey are going to sell to. Yeah, us I think we burned our bridges there, haven't we? Yeah. Um, could we sign someone from Plymouth? <laughs> Un- unlikely. And like you pointed out, Dave. A few. I mean, they've got some excellent players there, but a few of them are on. Are on loan already, aren't they? Are. They? Hardy's, Hardy's got seven, sorry. Plymouth leading scorer, Hardy. He's still Ryan Hardy. Point bricks where they had five players, I think, who all had six goals. We did it on the EFL thing. Um, they all, all had – so they've got good – a good good spread there of um of sort of strikers. Seemingly because did, didn't, didn't the lad on loan from Aston Villa pick up Finnezy picked up an injury, didn't he? Didn't he? That's he's, a good point. Yeah, he's out for a, he's he's quality, out for a bit, isn't he? Oh, oh going back to well, going so. back to lonely Aston Villa and everything else. You see, Louis Barry scored his first goal for MK yesterday. I did, and I was very pleased. Whilst around the keeper, yeah. just quickly, I know I know he used to play for Norwich. What about Mametti from uh, Wickham? What price? What oh, price would they would they want on yeah, him? Lively. He's very good, isn't he? Yeah, lively. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, lively. Um, guys, thank you for your questions. Um, uh, we'll go full chapter and verse in the preview show, but it is Exeter at the weekend in an early kickoff. And um, just bring the table up quickly to try and illustrate the point we were making. Um, Exeter are one of these teams who have kept the momentum from the promotion last season and even though Matt Taylor has gone to manage Rotherham I think we're a bit surprised that it was Gary Caldwell that replaced him um, they seem to have kept it up and again I know it sounds overly simplistic look at the goals scored column and it's um, 31 which is nearly in line with that top four who have got the big goal threat and the big goal power and um, they are a good fun club actually Exeter that um, they keep the managers in for ages, so it looks very dominated by Giovanni Brown. The, <laughs> he's, he's top on their ratings, yeah, uh, decent, top, yeah. top scorer, top assist as well. But if you look behind him, Brown's got nine and Nombe's got eight, Stansfield there with four, and Archie Collins there, who I'm sure the boys will talk about um, in central midfield. Um, I like, I like Exeter, Rich. They're you know they're they're a good competitor. We were saying these things about Cambridge last year, but maybe Exeter a little bit more. Um, how, how can I be fair? Because I like Cambridge and I like Bonner. A little bit more Potent. expansive in the in the attacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's worth a few bits and pieces to pick out. And we'll, as you mentioned, we'll we'll go through this um, in a little bit more detail on the pre-match. Exeter only sixteenth in the in the last six match form table. Um, you know, there's a couple of 4-2 defeats in there as well. So that, that consequence of the attacking intent is that they're open at the back as well. Um, but they are the fifth highest scorers in League One. Um, so that is something that we mentioned. I've, I've mentioned the, the three issues we've got, and one of them being frailties at the back. It's, it's going to be a challenging game. It really is. At the very least, unlike Cheltenham, unlike Lincoln, I don't expect Exeter to sit off us. So no. it, it could no, be no, another 4 no. all, couldn't it? I've... But that, that that might that might suit us, Dave. Exactly. Yeah, I think it'll suit us. Yeah, and you should say you've sort of got me worried about this front three are very mobile and lively, aren't they? But yeah, yeah I, I don't think I think they'll come out and play. So yeah, should be looking forward to it. Should be a good game, and yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it perhaps does is a two-two or something like that. Wouldn't, wouldn't lots of, lots of variety in those um, yeah. in those three boys up front, and I, I I like that. It's like right, okay, you know, you've got. Steve Bruce say maybe it's not a good time to quote Steve Bruce but you're only as good as your attackers and get your best players on the pitch and mm. yeah. if three of them are, are, are attackers um, then why the hell not um, that's oh, quite a good segue yeah. bit super chat um, great to see you guys yesterday Shane Ben was not with us due to his blue star being too big to put in the car 
Okay, there we go. And then I'm not going to read the, the second one. I'll just let it bear. But thank you for the Super Chat. It was the second ever Blue Monday Live event last night. Rich, how did it go? It was all right. I'll, I'll maybe hand over to Dave. I'm I'm too close to the logistics to to really enjoy it. So Dave can. No, it was it, it was brilliant, mate. Brilliant, brilliantly organised by Rich. Um, and we know all the hard work that he that he put that he no honestly, mate, that you put into it. So it was great. And you know, for me being a founder, me and you, Ben, it was just another another great night. And where, and where another... was it, Dave? Sorry. Where was it? Where, well, yeah, whoever would have thought. So Bobby Robson's suite of Portman Road, whoever would have thought it. Um, and yeah, it was just uh, just a mark of how far the pod has come and really, you know, really professional. I think a really professional event, really well put on again. Um, brilliant guest. Russell Osman was good value and he rich. Absolutely there's someone brilliant value. who would fetch a 25 to oh, 30 million transfer. Came there, up. It? it came up then. Did I ever mention oh. how, t- how two-footed he was? Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And and I've got to say again, the um, talk about professional, the Ipswich, um, you know, um, Joe Sheehan, Blue Wilson and, and Kieran from the Ipswich, Ipswich ladies spoke really well again. Every time I hear those guys speak, they're so impressive. They really are. And I think thanks to, thanks to Theo and the rest of the guys at, at Portman Road for giving us the opportunity to to have it there, but great fun. Personally, the highlight of the evening was obviously Joe Fair stole the show in his um, <laughs> so flame non flame retardant Ipswich circa <laughs> mid nineties shell suit, which was absolutely brilliant. And another story, um, um, obviously, um, I won't, won't not say too much into it, but yeah, what I tried to tried to get into it, uh, um, tried to get into. It's going to stop you drink. there. Dave and Joe did well to keep the bar dry. Dave, what have I told you about drinking at work? Come on, mate. I, I, mate I'm sorry. I, I, I just don't know what happened. No, a brilliant night, and we and we had a little bit of a, we did have a little bit of an after party. We had a couple in town afterwards, and yeah, great, great fun. But um, no, it was a it was a, it was a really good night. So, Richard, we will hopefully, um, maybe, uh, maybe even this season, um, we might we might be able to we might be able to make a return. But it, no, it's so fantastic for the for the podcast to think that the oh. club would let us miscreants <laughs> in, and to have Russell Osman there as well, which is just amazing, isn't it? And also, it was, not to forget yeah. to have our Rich plugging it on Radio Suffolk yesterday lunchtime as well. Yeah, Dave, was, um... Dave and Joe treated it like the, co- like the Coventry Conference. Um, you have to. Just what, um, a, few people, a few people have queried it, Rich. Um, we did broadcast the last one as a podcast, but we kind of wanted this one to be a standalone event just to really give value to the people that, yeah. had, that had come out and, you know, make it. We talk about living in the moment and whatnot. Make it, make it special for them so it won't be... Um, available on a, on a podcast, which Richard is all the more reason why you should come to the next one. Yes, exactly right. Yeah, we. So I we I I do have the audio actually, but the quality is really poor. So, um, what we I'm I'm shocked. Um, obviously, how was Dave's great... mic technique? By the way, I wasn't well, there to police so, it. Mate, was... There was a little bit of issues with the mic generally. I think <laughs> not just Dave. It was it, they, they wireless men, so it was we were having signal issues with everyone. So there was oh. th- these are the things that I see that no but one it wasn't knows like about. that waving the microphone <laughs> to get a signal but everyone everyone was good no um, it was me waving them well ben I, I just don't know how we'll get on next week dave but yeah, yeah. um yeah i forget the question I, I, bits yeah and um, bits took photos as well so what we will do is bits took about uh, 80 odd photos i'm not sure oh, he just maybe. bangs him out doesn't he yeah oh, he's unbelievable. Stuff. so we should be we should be giving him a super chat so what i'll do is i'll stick them into a montage and um stick some music on it if i can lift any of the audio i will but people paid a lot of money in, in a particularly tough time right now and we kind of owe it to them to to make it um a self-contained thing and to be fair i've said it on the night and and i've said it i tweeted it earlier but we're so grateful for um casper and the events team it's which theo um who is a friend of ours now through the sponsorships yeah. that we've done as well marcus from the media team a lot of people yeah. behind the scenes kind of signed it off and made it happen and it was just it was it was a pinch me moment to watch through portman road thinking we're here to do Blue Monday stuff. And nice. it was great to see so many people in real life, having seen them on the Telegram and on the chat. And it was a tough one yesterday because there's probably a bit of a big, too big a gap between um, the event starting and the end of the game. So there's lots of bits we can learn, but I think I'm hopeful the club are keen to have us back. They were really friendly, the, the staff on the night. And I think we may try and do it again before the end of the season. But 
yeah, it was just great to see lots of people there and um, lots of really kind words out. Ed from um, Editors was aware of it. He gave us a nice message. Graham Matt gave us a nice message. All the best and all that kind of stuff. So a lot nice. of goodwill going into it. And um, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll maybe partner with some people and maybe try and do something a little bit special towards the end of the season. And I think someone said the P word. Can you do a promotion yeah. party kind of thing? It's like, nope, not yet. That's the only problem TV with arranging it near the end of the season is that the, the tension could be off the charts but it may well not be on a match day um next yeah. time so yes and we need um, to say thank apologies you. and i will be there well and we need to say thank you so we had a um, message from matt holland fabio wardley that mikey sorted out and, and obviously <laughs> so you, and, good. you and hugh as well so um yeah thank you to everyone who got involved well, i need to have a word with you because he promised a win didn't he it was you lovely did. tempting of fate because we didn't know how <laughs> yeah. to start the show. No. There, you, there you go. He's like, oh, yeah. And to be fair, yeah. we, we'd all indulged yeah. in a little bit of that, hadn't we? So, but there uh, we go. Thank you, everyone. And we'll get the um, Bits' montage with some appropriate music out during the week. There we go. Yeah, yeah. the Wilson's official of... supporters club. That Matt, yeah, lots of... We had yeah, Maddie uh, from Her Game 2 there as well. So, yeah. And I've got to say, I've got to say that to, to Sally, you made it all the way across oh, just for the you, game yesterday. He came, and, he came and, to and the last one as well, didn't he? He did, Sally. Absolutely superb. Heading ITSB, back today. North America Supporters Club scarf. There you go. He That's lost it, the yeah. mug that we, we hands across yeah. the ocean. <laughs> I gave him a blue man name mug that he lost in a bar somewhere. In I think the mug so. went missing somewhere between the arcade tavern and the swan. I mean, I don't quite know how that Someone's happened, got a free blue man. Someone's got a free blue No, it's great. Brilliant to see him. And look, everyone else, it was absolutely brilliant night awesome stuff so look um what a great way to finish the podcast because we're a little bit um anxious and antsy about a few things but obviously very grateful for where we are in the table at the at the moment so look we will be back um for the preview show and then it's exeter at the weekend and hopefully all eyes on league one and league two as we go into the world cup and there's no Championship and Premier League. Get involved over on um, Telegram. We'd love to see you over there. Twitter, Instagram, all of that good stuff. Um, Dave, last word from you. Here's to the next live event. Oh, yes. Richard. Have a great week, everyone. And if you put in lovely comments, I will click them up as the outro plays. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. We'll see you very soon. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.